You're listening to The Uncooked Rice Show, a podcast where young Asian Americans talk about being young, Asian, and North American. I'm your host, Jesse Xie, an 18-year-old Chinese kid who's not a doctor, not a lawyer, and definitely not an engineer, talking to other young Asian Americans who would probably make my parents proud. Together, let's explore their successes, their struggles, and ultimately, their journey leaving the bamboo forest. Hey, welcome back to The Uncooked Rice Show. Uh, my name is Jesse Xie, and today we're doing things a little bit differently. So today I'm with Connie, she's one of my newer friends that I've made in Ottawa, and today we're going to talk about a few things that's been on my mind. So Connie, how have you been doing? I've been doing good. That's good. That's good. Um, so essentially, so okay, a few days ago, right, um, a friend texted me, and then we got into talking for a bit, and essentially, uh, they started explaining to me how they didn't feel like they felt like they were my friend, right? Oh. Um, and so they listed a few reasons and a few factors. Uh, and so some of the factors was that, you know, I didn't tell them about the personal projects that I was working on and I didn't really ask them for input. Uh, and then a few other factors was like, oh, you know, like, um, sometimes I just feel like you don't value my input, uh, or like, I feel like you pick and choose who you want to talk to from time to time. So like, and I understand their points, but like, I was just wondering, like, is that fair? Because, like, I don't naturally assume that, you know, they'd be interested in talking about stuff. Like, 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 what do I think of that, right? Like, what would you do if somebody texted you that, that you know, um, they didn't feel like they were your friend because, you know, you were keeping them out of the loop or, like, they felt like you were treating them differently compared to your other friends? That's actually tough because I think I've more often felt like in, I've been in your friend's position. Okay. Um, great you can provide that perspective for me then okay i think it comes down okay do you value this friend like i'm assuming you do yeah yeah definitely yeah otherwise if you weren't i'm I'm assuming you wouldn't be going on a podcast to air out your dirty laundry like this (laughs) what do you mean dirty laundry (laughs) okay okay just i'm just saying okay so uh i think i've learned more and more that i like for for me and my friendships i like signs of affirmation so either words like either we we talk a lot and we we talk about close things or we're just physically there for each other and it's around each other a lot so i kind of need that reassurance on my end partly because yeah so like i maybe it's to do with insecurities maybe it's just i prefer like that kind of contact with people so that's how I reassure myself that we are still friends, but I have other friends who don't operate like that. I have other friends who we might not talk for months and I just kind of have to, or not, not months, but we might not keep as close contact as I'd like. And I have to reassure myself, Hey, no, don't take this personally. It's not you. It's just how they roll. So yeah, I guess it's just how each of us decides to express our friendships and I have called out certain people sometimes where I try and be understanding of how they are but sometimes like uh, my feelings are valid too right like how I shouldn't have to accommodate them like the entire time and I'm sure they'd they'd want to know if I'm having an issue with with what's going on here so I guess it's the matter of finding out getting an idea of what the other person needs and expects and working to a compromise yeah, and I, I just want to preface this by saying, like, 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 um, I don't understand the full story, and I don't think I can explain the full story in like a thirty-minute to forty-five-minute podcast, right? 
So take everything I say with a grain of salt. Yeah. But, um, As most things I, I hear from you. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, cool. Um, but like some of the things that they said was like, um, they explained to me how, you know, sometimes I only talk to them uh, when I sort of need something from them. Right. And uh, like I was looking through their messages, like the messages I had and conversations I had with them. I'd like, um, yes, it's true. But I guess the way I operate and like or the way I see friendships is, you know, like I don't like the whole idea of it's like if I need something, I'm going to like do small talk and like be like, hey, how's it going? How's your day been? Oh, by the and then wait for the oh, yeah. like, oh, hey, by the way, can you like do this for me or that? See, I don't like that. Right. Um, I wait, is that exactly how you asked me to do this podcast? Uh, no. Did you start by like asking if I was watching Hamilton or something? That's not true. I was actually genuinely no. I asked you if you're watching. What's that? That was not true at all. Okay, no, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know, I know. But yes, continue. continue. I pro. I'm not. I I kid. You better fucking kid, Jesus. <laughs> God, you're gonna call me on my own fucking podcast. What is this? Yay! Exposed. Yeah, now I'm looking for conversations. Over, oh, yeah, one I'm hour no, here's the thing. No, no. I'm reading a conversation right now. I asked you if you played League or any other game, online games. Um, you proceeded to attack me. You proceeded to judge my personal lifestyle choices. That's not Wait, true. Wait, should, you should not be leading this podcast. Wait a second. And then, hey, you, okay, you brought up my podcast, okay? And then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should invite Connie because she's a nice friend and I like her, right? And so, like, I did. This is you. You Wow, don't you? Yeah, sure. This isn't calculated. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. but but like back to the, what I was saying, right? Like, yes, yeah. Um, I was looking up the conversations that I had with my friend, and I was like, yeah, I guess you could it could be seen that way. But like, my question to you, like, how do you view friendships? Like, what are friendships to you? Friendships to me, I think, are conversations. I know that's not with everyone, mm -hmm. but for me, that's what it is. I know that some people. Maybe they get a lot of gifts for the other person, or you hang out a lot. And yeah. yeah, I guess, yeah, for me, it's I really crave like the emotional fulfillment and the the satisfaction of a good conversation. And it can be about really dumb, yeah, it can be about really dumb things. It can be about your personal life, or it can be about just something that happened in your day that you really want to share. But for me, it's, I really value just talking and it can it's preferable in person and but it can be done online too just like I guess it updates you on how they are and like what vibes they're giving off as a person at the moment but also I just think you can get some really good like really interesting times with just with a conversation and learn a lot about them whether it's an old or new friend right okay I mean, like, would you say that, like, there are different types of friendships for everyone and, like, everyone sort of has a friend for a different reason? Yeah, I guess. You know, yeah, I guess so. It's not like, it's, it's not like every single friend I have is, like, a, I'm, like, ride or die or, like, I need to be speaking to them all the time. Like, every person's dynamic is different. But with my closest friends, I do, I have noticed that I do tend to, like, want to hear what they have to say and i'll like facilitate meetings just so we can have just so we have that chance for a conversation that's what i've noticed with my friends like we might be doing different things it's obviously not the same but 
still conversations is an important element for me and the people that I'm the closest to. Right. Yeah. I mean, like to me, it's like I see friendships as like a mutual understanding between two people, right? Or like a mutual bond. Um, so to me, it's like, you know, like, I guess, you know, like to, in, at risk of sounding cold and calculated, like I see friendships as like, you know, two people who have, uh, who can do, you know, who can benefit from each other. Just having that mutual understanding of like, oh, if you need something, I will provide for you. If you want me to provide something for you, I will, right? Um, so this, like, I don't know, to you, to, as because you've just explained that you are a needy bitch, like, does that, does that seem cold and calculating to you? Exposing me at like minute three. Have some <laughs> shame. Uh, I guess it's, it's different for me, I guess, because, I mean, I guess I know that I could, I could turn to my friends if I, I guess what I would need from my friend is like, um, like emotional support if I'm feeling down or just a, like an emotional sponge to vent at if I'm feeling angry or just someone I want to like talk about my interests with and stuff. So I guess there, I mean, it's not like there isn't a mutual transaction going on, yeah. but maybe it's naive that I still don't see it that way because besides that emotional fluffy shit, like I can't like, what am I, what am I going to provide them from Ottawa? Like there's, I can't provide them anything tangible. It's, the emotional connection, I suppose. And I think that's a fair transaction. I don't think saying that you exchange soft words and conversation is too, you know, gold diggery of a thing to say. But uh, actually, question for you. So if you see friends, I guess, as having, like, that you'll be able to benefit from each other, like, how how do you like what's the relationship between you and your closest friends like what's the dynamic it's not like you guys need everything from each other all the time so but like it's like it's there's a because because of the my closest friends are the ones i've known for a long time right like i've known them since some of them since elementary school right yeah Um, most of them most of them from like the start of high school like i've known them for years now and so i guess uh, the reason why i'm still friends with them is because there's we have a mutual understanding and sort of a bond and loyalty that's been established throughout years of our friendship um so like your question was like what do i sort of get from them benefit from them is that sort of your question or i guess more of like what does your dynamic look like on a day-to-day basis yeah well or when you hang out with them well we all have different interests well me compared to them we have different interests like i i do stuff like work on you're the hipster you're the hipster you you like a hipster i just more ambitious, you know, ambitious try hard is more like it i mean what kind of 18 year old thinks he can start his own podcast right i mean gotta be some are you of- or are you not emo be honest be honest uh, i was anyways uh so like we what we do is like we play games to each other every day like especially now that we're stuck in summer so like we caught we talk on discord we talk about stuff we just play games with each other and we bond through that right so that's our dynamic um okay in terms of like what i do and what i sort of our friendship entails is like if I have a question or like because each of them I know have their own specialities right like a lot of them are good with videography a lot of them are good with graphic design so like if I have questions I ask them about that and um, and if they ever want to sound like a sarcastic ass they like turn to you right exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but I guess uh, it's just like the dynamic has been established through years of experience I guess is just what I'm trying to say um but so yeah 
Yeah, no, go on. I was just wondering, so was the friend of yours one of these, like, long-timer, like, since elementary friends, or was it someone more recent? I've known them since... Uh, well, there's actually two of them that share the same issue. Um, oh. But I've known them. I've known one of them since elementary school. The other one I met in high school. But like, uh, they're not. We don't talk on a daily basis. Um, and we've only ever talked for about certain things, right? Um, so like, I'm not. I wouldn't say. I wouldn't ever say that I'm as close with them as I am with my close friends who I talk to day to day, right? Um, does that answer? Uh, your yeah. 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 So, okay, are you using this podcast to, like, figure out your problems, your, your life's problems? <laughs> no, life, I'm just talking no? life problems. Because I, <laughs> this podcast is about young, you know, young Gen Z Asians, right? And, like, I say this because, like, friendships nowadays are so weird, especially for, like, Gen Z kids, right? Like, I don't know really? why. There's, like more people like you can define friendships in so many different ways and then so many different what people see friendships differently and then i feel like there's a lot more drama to it do you know what i mean yeah you know what that's true yeah i'll, I'll give you that one i think no i think we're just pettier as a generation and also with our like i don't want to sound like a back in my day but i think the whole the ease of communication with technology, it makes people less inclined to actually, I guess, hang out, like ha hang out with friends or just like go out of the way to physically be there in person because you can, you can get the same thing from just texting or whatever, right? So yeah. yeah, I guess it does, it makes things easier, but I think it does make things a little less substantive because it is that easy, because it is that convenient. So yeah, I got you, what you mean. And also, like, for me, I feel like we talked a bit about, about this before the recording, but um, I feel like, uh, like, I grew up pretty independent, right? And my parents, because mm -hmm. we were together, like, we don't have much family here. So uh, we were, most of the time, we were pretty by ourselves. Like, I didn't have a lot of family friends. A lot of the time, we just kept to ourselves. So I didn't have that experience growing up of, like, interacting or being an extrovert or, like, interact socializing, right? Um, I didn't really get to see mm -hmm. my parents socialize that often. So like I, I've used to I've grown being used to being alone or like um not being like all I guess emotional. Um and I don't know if it's the same for most Asian families or like most families in general, but like my parents were pretty pretty well conserved with their emotions. Um, you know, like as like to risk as to risk sounding stereotypical, like um like their their like sort of emotional acts would be like to bring me fruit. Um you know. oh. Yo, that is very subtle Asian traits. I've seen that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think, like, I, I recognize the things that you're saying. Like, I've definitely, I know other friends who feel the same way that a lot of, actually, a lot of my friends are really surprised at the relationship I have with my family and that we are really close. Okay. And I don't mean, I, I, I'm not saying that, like, people who don't outwardly express that affection aren't close like it's everyone is different but yeah. like we'll visibly we joke around with each other a lot we'll talk about we'll talk with each other a lot and I don't tell my parents everything but e like a lot of my Asian friends were super surprised when I tell them but when I'd be dating someone that my my parents would find out within a month because I didn't feel the need to hide it whereas my other friends would just 
go on dating for months for even like over a year without their parents knowing. Right. So I, uh, like, I know that I think that actually helped a lot or is indicative of how I turned out the way I did, I suppose. And I see how your dynamic with your family and how you were brought up affects you and your friendships too. Yeah. Because like, my I didn't have that close of a friendship with my family compared to my friends, right? Um, like my friends, well, they were because they were all like roughly third, fourth, second, or like third generation kids who whose parents have already been here for a very long while, so they're accustomed to the Western culture. Um, mm. So like they were pretty close with their kids, right? Like they talked to day to day, or they talk about their personal life. I didn't have that relationship with my parents, right? And I always felt like the need yeah. to sort of hide. You know stuff like who was who I was dating, what I was doing, um, for one reason or the other, right? Some of the reasons because oh I didn't feel like they would care or like I didn't want to risk sounding like disappointing them. Um, so I grew up with that mindset. Right? Would you want that to change? I guess, or are you like what? are you just okay with that now? Or I um I guess I'm I've gotten used to it. Like that's I think that's the simplest way to explain the situation. Like I've gotten used to it. Um, it is, it is what it is. But I mean, I don't know. Like I'm slowly getting close to them as I grow, like as I mature. And I think, okay. quite honestly, as my parents mature too. Um, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that that's true. Like I, there is definitely a difference between my parents ten years ago and my parents now. So right. yeah. Um, are you a for only child? No, I have two siblings. Does right. that shock you? <laughs> no, no, I, I remember because I saw you guys post a post a singing video. I think. So. Oh, oh no! That was not bad. You have a good voice. I have to. Admit. Thank you, thank you. But uh, yeah, like a lot of people, I've been told. I don't, I don't mean to brag, but I've been told that people are jealous of my relationship with my siblings because we are pretty. Yeah, we were pretty close, close, and because we're all our own variation of loud and a little obnoxious, it works out to be entertaining for third-party observers if you find us tolerable. Oh, so, okay, so the reason why I've always found you obnoxious is because you, were, you weren't with your siblings, is that it? <laughs> you, I will leave right now, I will leave right now. <laughs> kidding, okay? only jokes, only jokes. No, but, like, yeah. yeah, like, having a good relationship with your kids, with your siblings and your family just in general is like, kids, are you are you hiding something? What? Oh no, nothing. But uh, actually, I, I, I think I have to thank my parents for that. I suppose because in the beginning, like when we were all young, we mm. were not. Yeah, no, we did not get along. I mean, I got along with my. I have an older sister, younger brother. I got along with my sister pretty well. But even she, since she was older, I found her kind of scary. My sister, she liked me. I was her younger sister, but she felt finally annoying. My brother and sister hated each other it was or found each other really annoying i'd get along with my brother a little bit but uh, yeah no it wasn't it wasn't always rainbows and good times and and now it's still not rainbows and good times but as we grew up i think we all just kind of mellowed out Mm -hmm. and realized hey maybe we should cut each other a bit more slack i think we grew up to be we grew up to be like interesting and like individuals and i don't mean like us in particular i just mean like everyone growing up becomes more of who they are and grows up to be an interesting person and we start to value that and then we just kind of got along better and started getting closer that's yeah what about Um, you and your 
siblings, if you don't mind me asking, or you want a sister, right? I have a little sister. Yeah, we don't have that close mm. relationship either. I think it's just I, again, it really back to like seeing my parents, like my relationship with my parents growing up. I just didn't really, um, I guess, take that. I took that experience and I sort of just expressed it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I sort of developed into this hollow shell of a person that I am, um, who's apparently can't do friendships because, again, like I, I'm still confused with like. So- like so are you it, used to be emo? You used to be emo? Oh yeah. I wouldn't say emo. I'm just I'm just cold and calculating. Is that bad? Like no. is it bad to think of friendships as just mutual, like you know, mutual understandings, but with like a mutual understanding of care? Because I care about these friends. I care about my friends, right? But like if I don't have anything to say to you or like I don't want to waste your time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And also I just want to clarify, just because I feel like I've had the I guess stereotypical close relationships with friends or close relationship with families. I by no means think that is the only way of showing that you're close. Like for example, how you are, Uh, obviously it's different, but it doesn't mean it's any less valuable than like what I have or what someone else has. But with your case, sorry, yeah? Yeah, no, go on. Oh yeah, so I guess with your case, I don't think, like, you have your own way of doing things, and sure, like, you, I mean, you joke that it sounds cold and calculating, but I, I can see the merit in that. Like, why, if anything, it would be even more disingenuous to try to fake that small talk or fake that, yeah. like, intermittent conversation. Yeah. So they said, the other thing they said to me was that, um, you know, like, you should try to, you know, like, they explained, like, how another friend of them sent them, like, a, sent them a post or, like, a Reddit post or something that had something. And they were like, hey, can you give me your thoughts on this? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I could do that, but that doesn't feel like me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, here's the thing. I could, you know, like, check in with you time to time. But if I don't want to genuinely do, genuinely do it, you know, like, if I put a schedule on it, it's just going to be as cold and calculating as before, right? And if, in fact, even more disingenuous. Because knowing me, I would probably if they want me to do that, I'd be more than happy to, you know, if it makes them happy. But at the end of the day, I'm pretty sure I'm just gonna have to like make a schedule for it. I'm gonna put it into my schedule or something, right? Um, but like here's the thing: if I look, if I'm on Facebook and I see a funny meme and I think of you, I will send it, (laughs) right? Um, but like you can't expect me to go looking for funny memes about you and then (laughs) send it to you at like a certain time or like a certain period of time, right? Sorry, this this isn't directly related, but internet historians, if they ever go back to the Young Asian Network and listen to what they just, what you just said, mm-hmm. like, hot damn, this is such a Gen Z thing to say. This relates back to what you were saying earlier about Gen Z friendships. Yeah. Like, talking about finding something on Reddit, tag, showing your love by tagging them in a meme. Exactly. Like, like okay, so my first relationships, um, like the the like the funniest way to like show my affection was to tag them in memes, right? Like and then <laughs> most relationships you could tell they were dating or like somewhere thinking because they were tagging each other and stuff on Facebook, right? You don't know how many friends have been exposed just from that or like exactly. who they have a crush on through Facebook. Yeah. Facebook is actually number one exposer. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. sorry, what were you what were you saying earlier? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, yeah, no, I mean, uh, hard relate. Yeah, like I don't know, like what do I do? Because like it, to like the way they're asking me to sort of um, be more genuine feels like it's it would be ingenuine if I did it, right? Because they're asking the thing, me. Yeah. From what I understand is they're asking me to sort of engage with them more, which I'm more than happy to do, but. Um, 
my the way I interact with people is like if I don't have anything to say to you, I don't really want to, you know, like bother you. Or bother, or would I guess in one way it could seem like it would be bothering me if I went out of my way to do it, right? I don't know. Like, does that make me a bad person? No, it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't. I think that like, what they want, I don't think they, they, I don't think they care about like the quality or like the quantity, the quantity of the memes that you send them. I think they just what they want. That that's just the symptom. What they want is to know that you care, okay. and I guess. I think, and I, I'm sure that you do, just based on this conversation, I'm sure that you do, but you don't, if you don't really, if there's no reason to, like, hit them up, or if you guys aren't hanging out for a while, I suppose it's, they, for them, they won't know, like, they, do, they don't have that understanding that you do care. Right. And that's, that's why, I'm assuming that's why they want you to just do the memes. It's not that they... They need to see some like dank Reddit posts. I think it's just okay. it, they think that it's like an easy way or like an easy, simple way to show that yeah, that they're still on your mind or that you care about them. So I honestly, I think maybe you could just tell tell them what you're telling me. Tell them that you know that this it would feel kind of disingenuous to you and also to them if you were to force this, but that you do care and maybe try and like arrange. To hang out with them if you can more often maybe not all the time but you would have genuine moments with them and then they'd know that you care right yeah because like i like to do stuff i don't talk to a lot of my friends very often like uh, except my close friends so like i have friends where like sort of you know i talk to them from time to time and we talk about certain things only and i guess i inadvertently put specific labels where like for friends where in like what I mean is, like, you know, like, I only talk about certain things or, like, I only feel comfortable talking about certain things with certain friends, right? No, I absolutely get that. Honestly, I think it's the same with me, where I have, like, I, I, I does this sound familiar to you, where you have, like, an inner circle, where mm-hmm. there, you, you guys can not talk for months and you guys are still back to where you were once, as soon yeah. as you see each other and that the people that you want to share things with, the people that you end up wanting to talk to more. And then there's, like, other friends where... It's not that you don't care. It's just you haven't built that rapport with them. It's it's not as strong of a rapport with them, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, no. So, that, that... yeah. And honestly, I think that the only difference between you and I, then, is that just I haven't been called out. You were, <laughs> yeah, I, I just haven't been called out. Like, I think that a lot of people feel that way. Yeah, it's like... I do stuff like I ask my friends like if they want something from like Coco or they want something from McDonald's from time to time and I deliver them for them and like that's because I'm I'm not a very emotional person Uh, just putting it out there I never would have guessed shocking information you know like my way of giving a hug is you know a hand a a firm a good firm handshake you know that's me hey we did I wait did did you give me a firm handshake I don't remember wait wow am I am I not even am I not even acquaintance okay well, right. COVID, you can't handshake, you can't touch each other anymore. COVID uh, has saved this friendship. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, like I do little things, but and like you said, like I have my different a different way of showing affection, right? And like, is it like I guess I should I be like communicating it more to these people like that are sort of confused about it? Yeah, I think it yeah. wouldn't yeah. hurt, mm-hmm. and that if maybe like you communicate because. Maybe they feel it's unfair that they're left, they feel that they're like strung along or that you don't care, but it's, 
But then if they expect you to change how you are, it's just yeah. putting the onus on you to change and you to accommodate them. So honestly, I guess all you can really do is just communicate. I'm, I'm a big fan of, as you can see, I like to talk a lot. Communication is kind of really important to me. Yeah. So I just communicate how you feel and communicate how you operate. And obviously it's, it's their prerogative if they don't think that they can be fulfilled by this or they don't think that this is what they want to invest in, then sure, they don't have to stay. But like, I think if you let them know that you do in fact care and they believe it, then I don't see why they have a reason to go. And like, I also want to add on like, um, I feel like I'm the type of person to sort of, you know, uh, again, like relating to back to what I said, like I'm not very emotional, right? So like sometimes I, f I feel like, you know, if a friendship isn't working out or something, if a relationship's too toxic, you know, um, I'm more than happy to sort of cut them out of my life. To cut that toxic relationship out of my life. And I'm not sure if it's, you know, like, to me, that just seems like the most efficient and most, like, logical thing to do, right? Like, if something's, uh, you know, something's toxic in your life, something's hurting you, like, the obvious choice would be to just sort of, you know, get it out of your life. I, I'm not sure, like, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, yeah, obviously. Like, if something's toxic to you, like, if something's just clearly not working for you and to the point where you think that it's toxic then no you ha you're in no obligation to stay and be their sponge but then again i know maybe it maybe the other per party why they're a friend or a partner doesn't recognize that it's toxic or maybe they are absolutely fine with the dynamic that's going on but you aren't but even if that's the case no you have no obligation you you run and don't look back i mean okay you like respectfully end it i imagine like yeah just don't ghost i suppose but yeah no that's about ghosting too like okay so because i grew up independent um i'm a man of few words right like i don't like no you don't ghost do you uh i do ghost <laughs> um, and i'm more than i think i think we'll save that topic for another another episode but like uh, like I, I i don't like talking that much and i don't i understand the importance of communication right like i understand you know it's important. yeah points across but like i feel like a lot of conversations and a lot of you know discussions or like discourse that you know gen z kids like engage in it's a lot of just you know uh, it's a lot of just bullshit like it doesn't a lot of people just sort of beat around the bush they don't get straight to the point so like oh. for example if i'm saying like you know if somebody is if a gen z kid um feels like one of their friends is doing something that they don't like they'll sort of engage in an hour-long conversation when that conversation could probably be about like 15 minutes of being like hey you're doing this this is wrong don't do it um do you know what i mean oh like, okay like i feel like it's just a lot of unnecessary drama that's where i'm going with this um not to say that you know there i'm not saying that just because you feel just because one person in a relationship feels unfair about it or feels a certain way about it it doesn't make it un invalid right it's still valid but it, I just feel like when you go about conversations about these things, about emotions especially, it's just so dramatic. I'm just wondering, would you say that a lot of the friends that you have, like your close friends, that they tend to, I guess, avoid the bullshit like you? Or do you think that they, we, they we get straight to engage, the I suppose? We like to get straight to the point. I think that's like a lot of my close friends. And the reason why I'm close with them, I think, is because we have similar values. We might not act in a certain way because like, 
I'm like the most cold and most calculating out of the whole group. <laughs> like, I think I care like, a, a more a, as much as they do, but it's just like I don't show it as much, right? That's why I think that's why I think people think that I'm more cold and calculating is because I don't show it as much, or I don't show it in the more normal way, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, like, I don't know if extra bullshit is inherently a gen z thing like i don't i don't know if the maybe the previous generations were straight to the point but i imagine that for as much as much people who or as many people who like beat around the bush and aren't frank like you'll find people that are frank and do get to the point and that just you can just choose to be with them or have you noticed that a lot of your friends like a lot of the friends that you want to make do beat around the bush and you find yourself like conflicted between or yeah conflicted between engaging in that or possible i think uh, I, I may have sort of misled the conversation by focusing a bit too much on sort of the beating around the bush uh statement but it, essentially my issue is sort of i don't know like i think people nowadays they for some reason like kids especially like young kids they have like this the youngins, you know, uh, but they have this idea that, you know, friendships are a certain way um, and they have to act in a certain way. Um, and so, like, they go through all this drama and they have to feel like everything, everything is more dramatic than it needs to be. And I just feel like it's all just really tiresome. You know what I mean? No, like, I get. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> especially like we're we're kind of out of high, like we're pretty we're, we're not that far away from high school or high school years. But like, I don't know if what was like it for your school, but in my school. Almost every day there was some sort of drama, or like every week there was this new drama. You know, so and so fucked so and so, and now that's you know person B is you know fucking person A to get back at person C. You know, you know what I mean? Like it just feels like it's just a lot of drama. I think spilling the tea and like that culture probably has something to do with it. Just like everyone, I, I, I think actually I think this is probably like the universal high school experience where everyone. Want to be relevant, and everyone wants to hear the hot gossip and the spill the tea. I imagine it's a lot to do with that, and I'm not gonna lie, it is entertaining. I think I've been fortunate <laughs> enough where I haven't been like I haven't directly been involved, but I got to watch with the popcorn. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, that is that does sound tiresome, and I think out I haven't experienced that as much in university. I think it's just because it's so large. Mm -hmm. But uh, I, that's something I guess that I should feel bad about missing that, like <laughs> the entertainment. But also, it's probably a good thing that <laughs> I um, no longer have to deal with that. Like I don't, I don't know. It was it might have been that experience of like me growing up in that environment where like I just feel like communication is just hard for me. Uh, might have been my family's like environment too. But like it's just I don't know what to do because like I care about these friends that have this issue with me, and I uh, like I don't. Like, you know, like disregard their arguments at all um, just because I don't I can't, you know, really see it. But like, I understand that if they feel that way, it is definitely valid. Right. Um, yeah. But like, I'm just wondering, are these friends going to be watching this podcast or just yeah. <laughs> <are> listening? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Cut this out if you want. Like, no, I genuinely care about these friends. Right. And I just you know like i think i understand i understand their points but like i just don't understand how i can go about you know i i hesitate to say solving the issue because you know it has a bad connotation to it um, 
commutation. <laughs> You're hysterical. Funny jokester. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, should I just sort of sit them down and have a conversation with them and just discuss? But like, because I don't know what I would need to discuss. Because like, here's the thing. Like, do I engage in that conversation or do I wait for them to engage it with me? I mean, I suppose you, <laughs> I guess if, if they've told you to, uh, or if they've, if they've aired out their grievances with you and you just kind of ignore it until they bring it up again, like I, that doesn't, that doesn't quite sound like a yeah, solution. That doesn't quite so, uh, sound like <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think obviously, well, not obviously, I think it's on you too, after they've aired their grievances and explained their side, that you explain your side. Okay. And I think... I've actually had to, I have actually had to come to terms with this with, uh, like, close friends of mine, where there's that growing divide, I guess, and that growing disconnect. Of, or I'm feeling that there's this growing disconnect, and it's probably because of distance, and since we're so far away now, it's difficult to have the same, like, physical, like, as in, like, being, like, literally there for each yeah. other as well, like, and the conversations and hanging out. It's difficult to have that now because of, you know, university and circumstances. And I've kind of just had to accept that. So I guess this this might be their perspective as opposed to yours, but like, it's not on me. Like I shouldn't have to essentially simp. Mm -hmm. <laughs> simp, for the, simp for the other friend. And they, and we, I did talk this out and they said that they, it's just that they're different or that they do care. Yeah, that they do care. and. I can, and I choose to believe that, but if I'm not satisfied with that, or if I don't think that there's weight behind those words, we just drift. Like, there's no, there's nothing else. It's either we continue to have a sustainable and, like, compatible friendship, or we just drift, and I guess, honestly, you just have to be okay with that, or both parties just have to be okay with that. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think, so would you recommend just, like, talking to them again? Yeah, like, actually, would you mind if I ask, how did you respond to them? I, I'm the type of, like, again, like, I'm the type of person to listen, right? So, like, obviously, I listen to them, and I sort of try to be objective as possible in the questions that I ask them, like, sort of, like, could you give me examples of, you know, like, uh -huh. what, what I've been doing, what you've been feeling like I shouldn't be doing, right? And so, like, trying to get as objective as I can and trying to get as specific as I can, right? Um, mm. and sort of using those specific examples to branch out to the larger picture. Um, so that's what I, that, that's what I try and do. And I gave, yeah, one, like I gave one of them, a call. I gave both of them a call, but I had a really, a, I, I've already had like a conversation with one of them, but it's just, it doesn't feel like I fully understand how to sort of go about, you know, like being a better friend in their eyes, I suppose. I mean, really, it's either one person, one person folds to the other, or you, yeah, come to a compromise somewhere in the middle. So either the other party just becomes okay with, I guess, feeling for lack of a better word, neglected. Like this isn't like a shot on you, just that may maybe that's how they're feeling. Either they have to learn to be okay with that, mm -hmm. you have to learn, or you have to learn to be okay with sending them false and fake Reddit posts. Right. Reddit and, and memes or, or whatever, or just meet meet halfway, or yeah, meet halfway. But either way, I think it just talk to them. Okay. Let them know how you're feeling. That's fair. All right. Yeah, that's 
pretty much all I wanted to talk about because that's been on my mind for a while now. Um, oh, actually, can I ask then? Yeah. How do you find making friends in university? How does that compare to high school for you? I found it. It's weird. It's, it's really weird because, like, in high school, again, there's all like this drama, right? Like, people think that, oh, you know, there's a social class to high school. You know, like, you know, if you you can never understand the highs and lows of high school football. You know, <laughs> we don't want to talk to you. Um, but in university, you guys, if you weren't the high school president, uh, <laughs> like, okay, don't make me. I'm trying to not sound elitist. Come on, uh, I was okay. In I, you know, I won the multiculturalism award in my school. I'm just gonna put that out there. Not yeah, you're not really helping with sounding <laughs> down with the working class. With the... <laughs> you know, go on, go on. Tell us more. Tell us more. Were you valedictorian too? No, actually, I didn't sign up because of certain reasons. But <laughs> anyways, I'll. You know, what? I might rant about high school valedictorian later in another episode. Or you know what? I don't even think that relates to being young and Asian. I think I, I don't want to turn this into my personal therapy show. But um. You can name that the episode. I'm sure you'll get views. I'm sure. I, I promise. Well, um, but in university, it's like, because it's not just people who are, you're not just in an environment where it's like pretty much the same grade, like same age of kids, right? There are adults, yeah. there are young adults there. Um, some of them have experience, some of them don't. But I think a lot of them want to, or a lot of them relate in the same way in that they want to sort of meet no, new people. So I found it easier a bit to sort of talk to people, but I find that it's, even though it's easier to talk to people, it's sort of difficult to sort of can make really good friends. You know what I mean? Like really long lasting friendships, the same ones you make in high school. Yeah. Actually, I'm just also, because I came from Toronto, you came from Richmond. They're both like pretty Asian cities, I imagine. Yeah, pretty. So how was, yeah, how was going to Ottawa? very white there like it's not a bad I, I i don't want to sound racist but it's very no, no. okay let me change the wording it's not it's pretty westernized there yes um i think that's a better wording for it uh i think you know there's not a lot of i think i'm ha i'm kind of glad because the people that do can relate to me you know like we have we can make a really good bond right like you and i like we can kind of relate to each other in a really good way but like it's a bit difficult for me to sort of relate to different cultures of people but i like it i like being able to experience new cultures and you know talk to new people meet new perspectives that sort of thing honestly for me i think it's less or maybe like partly it's the whole like before it was a bunch of uh similar people with similar values before but also even for my high school it was pretty sheltered like it was very like, you know, the drama that you were talking to, I imagine I experienced, like, a fraction of what it was. Everyone was just kind of chill, you know, very focused on grades. I actually had never been to a house party in my high school. Really? Do you know how sad that is? I, I, I've never been to a high school house party. I was the one that organized my house parties. You know, like, my... Oh, wow, okay. I can't get invited to them. I might as well just create them. <laughs> yeah, you can't get... Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah, you can't get invited to them. All right. <laughs> Trying to... Still, still give off the image that you were you weren't the most popular kid in your school. Okay. Not the most popular. <laughs> Second anyway. most popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, by the way, I it wasn't because I wasn't unpopular. Okay. Actually, popularity wasn't really a concept in my school. It was very much everyone's just kind of doing their own thing. I or, heard school was pretty academic. Oh yeah, it is. Actually, wait, no, that okay. It was. 
it didn't necessarily have popularity like social classes. We didn't have like you mentioned the football team. We didn't have a football team. We had a basketball team, but a basketball team you like it, you didn't get cred for being in a sports team. Now mm. you got like you. I mean, obviously you have to be an affable person, but grades was more of the social standing. It's more the people who put in effort in school. That was like the the baseline for being part of the mainstream. And the people who didn't, the people who obviously, like, didn't give a fuck, uh, I guess they were in the fringe for our school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, um, oh, if you got, like, a 98, you were, like, the top dog in our school. Nah, you can be a prick and still get a 98. It just, I guess that was just more of, that was the bare requirement for being part of the mainstream and, like, fitting in with every, in with the majority of people grades yeah and it comes with its own like toxic uh yeah it comes with 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 its own forms of toxic like we weren't free of that even though we were more of a bubbled sheltered high school but yeah it was different for sure so that's why yeah that's part of the reason why going to ottawa was a lot different where it was more like normal standards i suppose where people didn't really care as much about that and everyone else had like for example, the house parties that apparently I missed out on, and mm-hmm. uh, just different standards of, or like different school culture and environment. So I think that right. less of the Asian and more of the that kind of stunted me in university, at least in the beginning. Yeah, but overall, I think making friends is, I think, I don't know, I wouldn't, because it's different now. Now that I feel like you've, you know, like when, you know, us Gen Z kids move into university away from high school it's the term sort of gets uh I guess mixed in with the idea of networking oh um, my god the pressure to network it is but well, I think that's another big different, topic, different right? topic yeah but like you know I like friendships I think there are way too there are a lot of different friendships like I think would you agree to that like there's just different types of friendships with different types of people yeah yeah um so yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to ask me about my cold and calculating view on different types of friendships? Would you want to be any anything different than what you are right now with your friendships? No, like, would maybe. like would you imagine it would make it easier? I don't know if it would make it easier. I think it would be. I think if I were to be more sort of quote unquote emotional in my view of friendships, as most people, most of my other people friends, um. I feel like it would just be really draining for me. You know, like I'm uh, alongside being introverted. I just social, you know, action just really takes a toll on me. Yeah, that's um, fair. I love I, I love watching from the sidelines, you know, hearing about tea. But like, uh, you know, like if you play around with tea, if you play around with hot tea, you're bound to get it spilled on your face. Oh, wow. You come up with that yourself. Yeah, I did. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it on a shirt. If you want to buy it feel free to visit our website jk we don't have a website yet yeah maybe we'll see um but yeah that's that like i don't think i would change the way i view friendships i definitely would i definitely can see how i can change some aspects of how i act towards my friends um but other than that like i i don't think it's unreasonable yeah right i think everyone has a everyone's friendship views on friendships are different they have their own valid uh view on it different take on it 
Yeah. And it, I think it, it's impacted by, you know, their own experiences and their own sort of relationship with people. Right. Yo, actually, you can cut this bit out, but I'm genuinely curious. Why do you think that we, like, we ended up becoming friends? Because I know the beginning, the beginning was weird. Like, <laughs> or not weird, but I feel like, I feel like it's just like, you know, like, you vibrate a crackhead energy and I vibrate a different crackhead energy. <laughs> I think just vibed. I... Other than that, you were like the only Asian in that, in our class. Hey, was there like, was someone know. else who was half Asian, okay? Who? You know? Oh, this... I think she, I, I don't think she's in Papam anymore. Like I think she switched programs. But I remember because I, I noticed that two Asians, the two other Asians in the room. Yeah, I mean we naturally gravitate towards each other. You know, like if you yeah. see if you if you're looking at a white canvas, you're obviously gonna see the yellow spots on it, right? Yeah. The peace yeah. stains. <laughs> what the fuck? Cut that out! Cut that out! I'm not cutting this. Okay, I think we should end the podcast right now. But um, anything else to say before we end the recording? You're gonna, you're gonna make my last note be like, uh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, anything to say? God, anything? Last thing to add? No, no. I think I think this was a good conversation, and I'm just gonna hope that everyone forgot the last two minutes of that. Oh well, probably will. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's that. That's my issue. Not issue. But thank you for listening. Um, you're welcome. And yeah. by the way, I you know next time you don't have to use the excuse of the podcast if you oh, need personal if you need personal therapy. Okay, I'm here for you. All right, all, all right. right. I don't you. need Reddit posts. I don't need Facebook memes. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Thank you for the offer. All right. All right. Thanks again, Connie. No problem.